Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to Literati, a comedy podcast celebrating the greatest American novels never written. We're your hosts, Colin O'Brien and Michael. Michael, you shouldn't be reading right now. We have a podcast to host. One second, Colin. I'm sorry. I'm almost done reading this book. It's just so good. I can't put it down. I am on the last page. Just bear with me. Michael, excuse me. Michael, please. And then Jesus said, Peace out, babies. I'm going back to space. But hey, here, take this Bible I wrote. The end. (laughs) Wow. You know, they said it was a good book, but I think it's a great book. Hi, I'm Michael Wolf, and this is Literati, a comedy podcast celebrating the greatest American novels never written. I'm your host, Michael Wolf, and joining me here is Colin O'Brien, your host. Yeah, okay, great. Um, Well, anyway, welcome. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, hey, what is Literati? Great question, although as co-host, I feel like you should already know the answer to that. You know, we briefed. We went over all this. Okay. Uh, okay. But to be more specific, Literati is a podcast of sophistication and grace. It's a podcast where you can listen while eating fine chocolates in the tub and drinking fine wines in the bathroom at work. It's a podcast for dancing under the moonlight and listening to jazz quartets. And then one of the jazz guys looks at you and you're like, Dad? What the heck? When did you learn to play cello? Dad, I thought you were in Morocco with Mom for your anniversary. What are you doing in Union Square? Why didn't you call me? You know, Dad, I'm not a kid anymore. You don't have to hide things from me. If you and Mom are having problems, just tell me I'm an adult. Don't just run away and join a jazz quartet. Jesus. But more specifically, Literati is a podcast of selected readings by great authors. Yes, that is right. And you know, the greatest writers from all over the world gathering around a couple of microphones to read selections from their books to you, the listener. And you know, what better place to record a literary podcast than right here at the Writers Museum in New York? I mean, look around. (laughs) I wish you guys could. This place reeks of class. Check it out. They even have a whole wing of the museum dedicated to one of the best writers of all time, the guy who wrote Dilbert. So now you're probably thinking to yourself, okay, cool. We got famous authors. I can dig that. I can get behind that. But who the fuck are these two gorgeous sounding men with the golden angel voices talking to me right now? Great question. Although as co-host and one of the angel voiced men, I feel like you should already have known who we are. My name is Michael Wolfe. And my name is Colin O'Brien. And we are curators of the literary world. Need more proof? I once lived inside the Strand Bookstore for seven months. And I've masturbated in the Library of Congress. Oh, wow. They have a surprisingly weak firewall. 
But more specifically, we're men of words. Words like proliferation and antiquity. Words like superfluous and congestion. Words like arson and minimum security. Words like no parole and conjugal visit. Words like shiv and prison riot. Words like underground tunnel and that tunnel led us right to this guy who wrote Dilbert Wing of the Writers Museum. So you get the idea. We is pretty smart boys. Mm. And we are so excited to introduce you to some amazing authors on this very podcast. Words like stabbing and security guards. No, Michael, we're done with that part of the what? thing. Yeah, we're done with that. Oh, we got to move on? I was ready to like say a bunch more words of all the horrendous That's things. That's okay. Done. You know, I think they get it. We can just move on. Okay, right? great. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, reading and writing are so important. If you couldn't read, you wouldn't know which of the animals in the zoo were dangerous and which were okay to hunt and eat. Oh, that is so true, Michael. Also, just occurred to me, without writing, we would never be able to read the good book, John Grisham's The Pelican Brief. Great point. Without reading, there'd be no street signs, so you'd always get lost while driving to the bookstore. Then you'd go inside the bookstore, and it would be empty, except for a family of old gray owls. And the owls are weeping, because they have nothing left to read. That's very true. And now that I'm imagining this world without reading, I, I guess... We'd all be too dumb to join the army without reading. And then the bad guys would win. We can't have that. They'd ban all the best books. In a world without writing, my business card would just be a picture of me in a three-piece suit and clown makeup. There'd be no text beneath it saying, Michael Wolf, professional goof. That's true. And if you couldn't write, you wouldn't be able to write letters to John Grisham telling him how much you connected with Darby Shaw, the protagonist of The Pelican Brief. Without reading, how could we read The Game and use its dirty, manipulative pickup techniques to smooch on tons of hot babes? I'm mentioning that for a friend. And without writing, we would never be able to form the central tenets of the Holy Church of Briefers, the religious community based around Grisham's New York Times bestseller, The Pelican Brief, later turned into blockbuster film starring Julia Roberts and Denzel Washington. And finally, without reading, we'd eat poison all the time. Pretty much all the time. Yeah. We'd like never stop chug it. Yeah. The only time you'd stop drinking poison is when you died from all the poison you drank. And even then, I bet one of my kids would pour some on my casket. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's just a little bit about who we are. And um, I'd love to just maybe dig a little bit deeper into, I guess. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Who makes up? What are all the insides of a Michael Wolf and all of the guts of a Colin O'Brien. Oh, I think that, yeah, I think that's what people want to hear, yeah. Yeah, because Colin, you're a big reader and writer. Where did you, you know, where'd you get your start? Uh, well, as you know, I've been a fan of literature since I can remember. Yeah, uh, which is a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you got I hit have, on that head by yeah, that big piano. Yeah, so my first memory is, well, I like books, so that's why I started doing this. Yeah. Um, but uh, as you know, I'm an aspiring writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not been published yet. I hope to be, mm, uh, but not yet. Any day now. Any day. I mean, I'm always submitting my works to different publishers. Um, and actually, I thought I'd save it for oh. right now. I just got a letter back from a publisher that really? I sent to. Yeah, and I wanted Congratulations. to... Thank you. Gonna, I know. I don't it's know if it. you can hear this, but I'm clapping on mic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's good to just get any feedback, you know. So that's a good sign. So I just like <laughs> except to... for on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That's a joke for our technician. Uh, so let me just open this here, and I can read it. Dear writer, many thanks for sharing your work with us. Alas, we have 
decided to reject what you have been so kind to submit on account of it being very, very bad. Bad, bad, bad. Oh, so bad. Good Lord in heaven, so bad. It seems like probably a form letter. I would think so, right? Yeah, they probably it just doesn't, send that doesn't out seem to... like it's specific to me. Although, then they did uh, they did add that uh, they mostly handle books that are adult length. Oh, how where, long is how long was yours? Mine was three pages and a napkin stapled together. Really? Yeah. Well, that's you know I say quality, not quantity. I say I say that too. They told us that it was shorter than most children's books. Yeah, you so. also say that during sex. Yeah, <laughs> quality, not quantity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do I do say that. Yeah, I also think J.K. Rowling was famous for writing on napkins, so why don't you shut yeah. up, book people? Exactly. And it's better than my last rejection letter, which said, uh, just very simply, what is this? Right, big improvement. I'm I'm showing improvement. So yeah, and that one, um, what did you submit for that? That was my novel, uh, Dog Boy, which is sort of like a Frankenstein's monster inspired oh, like sort a of hybrid? thing. Yeah. So cool. uh, in this one, it's it my story. It follows Dog Boy, who is half man, half dog. Well, sounds scary. <laughs> that sounds really scary. Ooh. Yeah. Um, half man, half dog. Yeah. He's Dog Boy. <laughs> Why does that happen? Yeah. They they also mentioned that in one of the rejection letters, like yeah. why not make it dog man? I didn't occur. Dog to man me at doesn't the time. have the same ring to it. No. And that's what I hate these publishers. It's like, you do your job, I'll do my yeah, job. My job is writing hot ass shit. Yeah. It's just all these people that couldn't write, you know, a captivating story right. themselves now telling me how to do my job. Yeah. yeah I don't hey, need guess that. what? Last time I checked, penguins don't read. Yeah. If your house is so random, how come I can't get in? <laughs> You want to know what seems random is this selection process. You know, oh, I don't know yeah. how they decide who gets published yeah. and who doesn't. I'll be laughing when I'm dead and famous. Yeah. And Dog Boy is the... Dog Boy, I guarantee you, 100 years taught in every school. I think so. Speaking of schools, that's a little bit of my background. I'm not just a writer, but I'm a teacher. Uh, well, I was. I was a kindergarten teacher for many, many weeks. And then I was let go. How come? Because, well, all the parents got mad, and the principal got mad, and the, well, the kids got pretty mad. What, what on earth would they have to get mad about? Uh, you know curriculums? Yeah. I don't trust them, and I don't need them. And so there would be certain things where it's, you know, kindergarten, a lot of it is growing minds, and you're supposed to read the kids' things, like The Hungry Caterpillar or Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Yeah. Uh, I went rogue. I started reading them my own writing. That's... Seems yeah, fair. great, right? Like yeah. the sexual awakening of Anne, the flower girl. Now, what what do they have a problem with there? Well, I guess it's because I mostly wrote it in crayon, and I used the word vulva a hundred times. <laughs> but hey, uh, I'm sorry, vocabulary. Yeah, and wh- how a many... lot of these other kids don't even know what a vulva is yeah. in the other classrooms I pop in. How many times are you allowed to use the word vulva 15. in a kindergarten class? Fifteen before it's a problem. Fifteen, it's science, and after that, it's vulgarity. Okay, or I say vulgarity. Yeah, vulgarity. Uh, what else? Yeah, I I read them a book I wrote called um, "The Darkness Will Take You." Okay, great. That. That sounds yeah. The main character like appropriate is kindergarten uh, yeah. The main literature. character is the Grim Reaper. Okay, and uh, it's kind of specifically about how parents, you know, don't get attached. Yeah, to your parents. To your parents. Yeah, because yeah, they're going to be dead so soon. Yeah, 
Um, and I think that was like a Some not soon public enough. service. Yeah, exactly. That was me teaching the kids, hey, get ready. Sad stuff coming. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so no longer do I work in schools, but I got a great job um, at the post office. Oh, um, great. Like with, Bukowski. Um, I don't know your friends. It's okay. Um, but, you know, it is kind of cool to be surrounded by letters. And I'm in charge of all the ones that get unstuck, all the envelopes that get unstuck. I get to lick them. Oh, really? Stick them back together. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, so that's a pretty fun thing. Great. So now you guys know that we're qualified. Yeah. We're top brass. We're pretty much the greatest, uh, soon-to-be greatest authors in America. And we're rubbing elbows with just about everybody on the train. Yeah. A lot of people ask us to stop touching their elbows. And as you all know, every week we have a wonderful guest from the literary world, and today's no exception. Nope. Uh, Real treat for you guys. Please enjoy Duncan Hemingway reading Ernest Hemingway's lost short story, The Prize Fighter. Uh, this is called The Prize Fighter, a short story by Ernest Hemingway. He had the face of a prize fighter and the will and the strength of a prize fighter. He had eyes that were always looking for a fight arms that seemed tailor-made for holding his prize. His mother and father met that fateful day at the prize fights, for they too were both prize fighters themselves. He was born to be a prize fighter. His walls were lined with lots of prizes from all the fights he had fought and won. The life of a prize fighter was hard, but it was his life, and he was a prize fighter. What made his life so hard was that winning the prize was never easy. He'd always have to fight in order to get it. But lucky for him, he was a prize fighter. And there he'd be, at prize fight after prize fight, fighting. Above all, he craved the fight. But even higher above all, I'd say he craved those prizes. Ah, the prizes. How they numbered. Many. Equal, in fact, to the number of fights he fought during his lifetime. Fight, 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 he'd think to himself as he eyed that fight's prizes. There was nothing left to do but fight. That is, if he wanted the prize to be won. Oh, so it's a fight you want, eh? The prize fighter would sneer when someone wanted a fight. Then it's a fight you'll get, he'd continue, once the nature of the prize had been agreed upon. Oh, so it's a prize you want, eh? The opponent would say. Yes, the prize fighter would say. The money, the power, the women. Sure, the prize fighter had them, but none of that mattered to the prize fighter, you see. He'd trade it all for just one shot at the prize. When searching for the prize, one wouldn't have to look far. Just find the fight, and by fight's end, the prize would be in the hands of the prize fighter. Fit, firm, ready for the fight. These all described the prize fighter. Frail, weak, prizeless. These do not describe the prize fighter in the least. Was he a prize fighter, you ask? Fucking yes. He took pride in his prizes, especially those acquired as a result of his preferred method of obtaining them, fights. For every fight, a prize. And for every prize, 
a happy, happy prize fighter. Back down from a fight? <laughs> not the prize fighter. You see, if he did that, he'd surely not gain the prize. And without the promise of the prize, what sense is there in fighting, the prize fighter would often say. This other thing he'd say a lot was, Snooch to the nooch, like from in that movie Clerks. The end. That was incredible. Thank you so much, Duncan Hemingway. Thank you guys yeah. so much. It's so it's nice to you know spread the word about. Ernest oh, absolutely. Hemingway. Hemingway is one of my absolute favorites, and that that is up there with all yeah. his other works that I've read. Yeah, I would say when I'm listing, uh, Hemingway is always on the list of writers I want to check out. So you haven't? Was that? Have you yeah, not he, checked out? The, but, but he's. But you're always talking about wanting he, to. I would yeah. say he's my number one favorite author. I'm excited to get into. Yeah, gotcha. But just to just to be clear, that was the Price Fighter, the first Hemingway you've ever heard. Honestly, I was sort of doing some stuff on my phone, so I wasn't totally soaking it in. But okay. I'm very excited to listen later. Um, if I can get my also my my uh, podcast app is kind of being crazy, so it might. I might have to like stream it, and then my laptop's covered in mustard. So like, I don't know when I'm going to get to it, but I'm super excited to. And we have our intern, Janit. She does transcripts of stuff. So when she sends it over, if I find time to read, all my glasses broke. So I might not like totally, but I'll get my friend to read it to me or something. And then I'm so, I'm like, I can't wait. Because honestly, when it comes to writers, Hemingway is so much. He is so much. I've often said that about my, my distant relative. But once you you are sure, once all that is taken care of, you'll check him out. I think it's so cool that you shared that with us. Okay. So I wanted to ask you, did you ever meet Ernest Hemingway? Uh well, yeah, as I said, this uh I'm a distant distant relative. I uh this this story was published uh in 2008. Uh like I said, and uh in passing, maybe I had. I've, there's a lot of Hemingways out there. Uh, Not uh, all of them are related to Ernest Hemingway. Well, they all are. Well, yeah. They all are. Okay. They are all related to okay. Ernest Hemingway. It's called the family tree. I it's, forgot about those. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so you know, at uh, one of the many, we do about thirty, thirty-five family reunions a year, uh, and so at one that's of them, like, I try to make that's it like to all three of them. a month. Yeah, and, and I try to make it to all of them. I, you know, I, I love seeing my well, family. Family comes first. Family yeah. comes first. Family. Uh, uh, What's so, next on that list for you? Pardon me. Family's family. first. Family first, and then probably uh, I don't know the sound of a sound of a uh, the the morning dew hitting a blade of grass. That's okay. got to be up there. That's my favorite part of the morning when the dew just smacks. Yeah, down. It just smacks down. Comes down really fast, and you got to yeah. be quick. You got to be quick when, to see it when dew. S- <laughs> When dew smacks the grass, mm-hmm. that's hard to top. I'm sm- I I don't know if you can you can hear me grinning, but uh, oh my goodness, that's uh, that's almost as good as family. I I said that before. Is uh, there a third thing in your list? Third thing got to be uh, uh, the t- uh, television show News Radio. But Is just the-, the just the John Lovitz year. Okay, great. Do not care for Phil Is Hartman's that the one that, work. Um, with Dave Foley. Dave and, Foley's yeah. on? Yeah. I saw yeah. the pilot of that. Cool. Yeah. It's fun. Joe Rogan. He's seen that? Yeah. Again. And Andy Dick. Yeah. Again, Andy not Dick. familiar with this, with that part Just that Phil Hartman had to do, uh, had with that. And I, again, do not care for, I do not care for his work. No. That Would is, you say you're that. happy I liked he's him. dead? 
I do not. I know that we're recording right now, and I know that if I went on, uh, if I went on record saying that, that could really, uh, that could really cause a stir. So I am going to say it. Yes, I, uh, I'm glad Phil Hartman is dead. Whoa! And whoa! I'm just please, glad. Please. I okay. liked. I liked his work in Small Soldiers. I'm and sorry. That's, that's about it. We are here to talk about books and literature, not slander wonderful comedians of the past. So, so Duncan, until past. much so later in the show. The so you have, th- yeah, that's what we. That's our wrap up segment. Yeah. So what do you? You have thirty five family reunions a year, Thir- and you try to go to all 35. of them. Try to go. Try to go to all of them. And what it's happens? Hard. Uh, you know, we get, uh, we all get together, and uh, there's a lot of quiet time, study hall, uh, study hall at the family reunions. Right. Well, yeah. you don't want to. You don't. It can't all be. Uh, it can't all be. Eating and drinking. Well, and I'm reverie. sure. I'm sure the first family reunion of the year. That's probably the one where there's the most to talk about, and then the ones following. It's like not much has happened. It's a since lot. Last, not last really. Not going through yeah, the so motions. Let's get study hall. Let's yeah. There's a lot of day jobs. Reflecting. A lot of uh, you know. There's there's some there's some children growing up, and that 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 uh, that gets us through a lot of conversation. But you, you really look how tall you got. Hey, I remember when you were at my belly button. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of staring of the belly button yeah. at these reunions because there is not it's, a lot to talk about. Yeah, now it's just sort of saying like, and a lot of what part shirts. of you is now at my belly button? Right. Yeah, and they so are, like and it they, used to be your eyes. Now we're at your nose is at my belly button. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon your mouth's going to be at my belly button. Pretty soon your belly button's going to be at my belly button. I'm going to be looking you in the eye. Yeah. If I couldn't take my eyes off your off that beautiful belly button yeah. of yours. Uh, you know, if you keep growing, I might be looking at your belly button. Right. I'm. Only five foot two, so You're right, and and there the may be giants. Yeah. There may be giants uh, in our midst, just mm-hmm. as just as you said. Yeah, Patrice must love that band. mustard loving giants. giants. Yeah, um, but and yes, and uh, it's good that you brought that up because the the Hemingways are huge advocates of the uh, ha- the midriff bearing half shirt. So crop we tops. do cro- uh, well. Crop. We call it. We call it. We we're a wordy bunch, so we yeah. call them the midriff bearing. Uh, the midriff bearing <laughs> uh, half shirts, and and so there are. Lo- there's lots of Hemingway was known for throwing a lot of extra words yeah. in there. Yeah, and for his he, half shirts, but he cut them halfway the vertically. Right. <laughs> so you'd see the whole left side. The whole of left side. You'd see half face. of the midriff, but right. also half of the uh, upper torso, mm-hmm. chest. And you still, arm. but you still get a good. He had a he had a wide a wide belly button, a wide B button, and you'd you'd uh, you'd get to if you he, could stare into that. Thing, no, I'm like, like get lost wrong. in those. Yeah, you but, get lost. You know, uh, belly button is the uh, the window into the stomach. That's thing. that is true, <laughs> and the way to a man's stomach, as we all know, is cutting him open, cutting him open, slicing him right. Grab that wing, ring he swallowed. Mm. Yeah, I screwed up. Then you know how old he is too. Yeah, oh yeah, count you just count the rings. Count how many? You rings count the wing, uh, ringworms. Yeah. Um, so, have you ever taken pen to paper yourself, Duncan? Uh, Would you dare to follow in your great ancestors' footsteps? We've all, all the Hemingways, get, get, you know, we we all give it a whirl. Um, I, I've never, I, I don't really usually go public with my, uh, work. It's a lot of, uh, a lot of movie reviews, a lot of stuff like that. I work at a, I work at a pet store. Um, and you know, I am not very confident. A lot of my work ends up shredded and as, uh, iguana, up, iguana cage liner. So, uh, you know, if you ever want to, if you want to come by, uh, 
come by the pet store and re- you know, want to read any of my work, you're just you're gonna have to go digging. <laughs> you're gonna have to dig and you're gonna have to put it together. <laughs> yes, too. sir. Uh, well, that's part of the fun. Sure. It's sort of like an interactive uh, literary experience. Like you wrote it, but like we get to put it together. And sometimes, uh-huh. you know, different stories. You get to, you put different that's parts of true. different stories together, and it's sort of like a you know uh, you know build your own ending yeah, story. Yeah, it's a you know, choose create, your own adventure yeah, choose type your thing. Own adventure. And you know you're getting corpse. an adventure when iguanas are involved. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said you do movie reviews. Uh yes, but I uh. They are closed eye movie reviews. What's that not. mean? Just audio? I do, I enjoy going eye? to the to the movies. Yeah, I enjoy film. Uh, the screen too big, colors too bright. Well, I was close gonna say, my eyes. Your irises are white. You're the right. only person I've seen with white irises. Well, I thank you for uh, not bringing it up until now. Cause, uh, but it's it, very impressive you lasted this long without bringing it up. I am literally bleeding from the arms because I'm grabbing myself to hold myself back. And now I'm going to stop. So, so yeah. So, uh, colors are very sensitive. Motion, I can't really handle very well. I'm glad that we're, this room is a very uh, static, neutral uh, room. Uh, And so, but I do enjoy the, I enjoy the air conditioning. I enjoy the chairs and I enjoy uh, the popcorn. Uh, so I do go and I review movies. I do not open my eyes. Mm -hmm. If I could, if I could, I would have them sewn shut, but that would be uh, scary to a lot of the younger Hemingway children at yes. the 35. Yeah. That would be scary to me. Sure. Are I don't you you look like one of those. No, I'm not a Hemingway. That's right. I, I haven't seen you at any. My name's Michael Wolf. I'm Virginia Wolf's uh, oh. uh, biggest fan. Biggest fan. Oh. Yeah, I'm not related. She has an extra O, so. Yeah. I was going to try and trick you. Did you hear Inside Out? Uh, the. Uh, is that are you asking is that how I hear no the is movie that, inside oh, out. oh the movie inside right did my, you hear it and if so would you give me a review I uh, I did I did not hear it but I could gi- I could still give you a review oh from even better what I've uh, gathered yeah um, uh, the uh, the Pixar logo uh, sounds wonderful um, the the g- little girl uh, that all the feelings are 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 inside in animated form uh, is uh, expertly voiced by an actual um, uh, child actress, and uh, that's how a lot of my a lot of my reviews are simply uh, stating facts that I have uh, gathered from other uh, from other reviews. That, I've, al- that- I've also noticed that a lot of your reviews are just asking things like, "Was that Amy Poehler?" Mm-hmm. Was that Bill Hader? Right. Sounded that, a lot like Amy Poehler. Yeah, was that Denzel Washington? Yeah. Like you just, I guess you're waiting for people to write in and let you know sure. if, if you heard correctly. Like, did I recognize that voice? And correctly? I would, I would, that has never happened, but I would welcome that. I would love people to respond to these uh, reviews that, that, that they would, that they would only be able to read if they come into the pet store and assemble them from root the, around from under the, the guinea pigs. Right, right, right. Mm. Well, iguanas. The guinea pigs are are uh, are my my muffin recipes. Uh, okay. <laughs> I write a lot of muffin recipes, but you'll never you know be able to right. s- to see them. Right now, I'm I'm imagining a uh, a uh, like a a muffin baking mm-hmm. tray. Yes. With just a, a guinea pig in each one. Mm. Oh, cute! Tell you, Isn't that oh, cute. cute. Well, that's tell, why I wanted to share. It tell with you guys. what, I can I up the ante on that? Yeah. Break a day comes and happens. Smack a morning dew comes uh, and, and slap that right in the middle of that muffin. Mm. <laughs> Wonderful. 
Duncan, what's your favorite animal at the pet store? Oh, boy. Uh, the name of the pet store is... Uh, uh, it's, it's called You Ain't Seen Nothing Pet. Uh, and we deal with... I. It's a, oh, baby. It's an... Uh, right. And, you know, I, I, I sort of... I revealed to you my my ocular uh some would say deficiency i call it a, a strength right uh and so we do uh, a lot of the to go along with the name of the pet store uh, a lot of the animals are eyeless themselves uh mm. i specialize in uh opposite of seeing eye dogs um, These are dogs that need seeing eye people. They need seeing eye gotcha. people, and I can give them no help because I, my eyes are often closed. So, but you I can sort of like to... you know help, like sort of act as like a uh, you know a matchmaker. You sure. can't yourself be the seeing eye person, but you can act as a matchmaker. Oh, sure. that's great! Yeah, you know, I now that you're saying this, that rings a bell. I got a pet a little while ago, and I think it was from the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a canary with no eyes. That that sounds yeah. that sounds like me up and down. I got it gracious. first day; just flew right into space, right into the outer space. Uh-huh. Good gracious! Couldn't see where it was going. Yeah, I missed that so bird. it just went straight up. That's the went problem. Straight up. The, that's the problem with these, with a lot of these. Because uh, I think he was waiting for. He was like looking for a branch to land on, mm-hmm. and went right into space. Uh, so how many days did you did? You, were you satisfied ultimately? I'm really no. sorry. As a business, owner, I walked I do, out of the store. I yeah. paid three hundred and forty-two dollars. Walked out of the store, tied a string around his ankle. Okay. So I could walk him. We duh. do advise that that's that's that, that that is what you do with the. With well, the yeah, you sell you sell. Uh, Balls of string right at the front of the the store. Right. Yeah. And boom, little Jake flew right at the sun. Oh, you named him. Oh, yeah. I've well, been waiting forever. Named after my son. Well, he, yeah. Is your son still around? Huh? Is your son still around? He lives underground. Oh boy, the opposite of the opposite of the By canary choice. problem. By choice. Yeah. He says the uh, above ground world is too pretentious, too much running around. He likes it down better down where it's wetter. Right. So he, it's it's He uh, digs little holes. And he has and a little he has a little kitty pool down there. You would hit a mm-hmm. water main. Yeah. Did. So it gets really damp. And how old's your soil? Son? Huh? How old's your son? 18. 18. All right. So He's a man now. He's I a guess. man. I call him my son. Well, cuz he's so little. He's never grown. And he is your brute. He's your brood. You can call him your son. Yeah, no it doesn't matter how big they get. You can still call You're them still your son. Still really yeah. son. I want to respect him. So wait, <laughs> then you would say, this is my man? This, this is my, my man. This is my man in his this hole. This is my man. I made this man. This is my man in his mu- well, in he's his 24, moist, I'll muddy call him hole. Oh, my, my God. Do you want I'm to come so... down to the basement and check out this man I made? <laughs> That's what you ask? That's what I ask. And people say yes or no. But whatever they say, that won't stop my man from collecting so many worms. Um, I have another question. Sure. Um, what's your favorite letter and why? Oh, I, my favorite letter and why? So the the letter that precedes the also the letter Y. What's your favorite letter and Y and Y the so the letter Y. So like right. Uh, so I, which which letter is tied with the letter so Y the for letter your y. favorite letter? Well, is that what what it is? Because I'm also because what like, Michael and said. And then also, why would, is that he would pair it? Why is why that is tied? That? Why is that tied? For your favorite letter oh, with the letter see, Y. Oh, see, Colin, this is a th- classic discrepancy. Mm-hmm. You think it's that way. I think it's what's your favorite letter that goes that with, goes with Y. With y. Like, so, like day is D A Y. I really like 
A-Y. That's not great. my favorite, but it's one I like. Yeah. It, I mean, you'd be smart to go with any of the vowels. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ooh, L... That makes me think. L-Y. Oh, that's Think nice. of all the words oh, you can yeah. make with that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <gasps> definitely. You just did one. That's amazing. Totally. Oh, pos- <gasps> I'm on a roll of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> wow and good answer duncan yeah, I like and that, why duncan. is that uh well uh what will adverbs really it all boils down to adverbs mm-hmm. those are those are my probably some of my favorite some of my favorite words and the word adverb is probably up there it's great and it's great advice to if anybody out there is listening and wanting to write if you find your characters are never doing anything mm. adverbs yeah <laughs> that's just a little uh, uh writing joke yes that Michael likes to but tell. adverbs do uh really up the word count in your term papers your book reports just stuff just just list them it's true just yeah. throw them in there incredibly yeah. teachers are teachers are i'm a i'm a disciple of uh of hemingway you can trust me on this Teachers are the stupidest people in the country. So just just if we can recap. Sure. You are glad that Phil Hartman is dead. You can, can you see the and, smile on my face every time right. you say it? And, and you believe that teachers are the stupidest people they are, in America. They are the worst. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we had that. Um, you, know I, what would I, be, you know what would be the worst? Phil Hartman teaching an acting oh class. Oh, my God. Ugh. Gross. Yeah. Check, please. Yeah. I'd I'd also like uh, to ask you a question. Absolutely. Duncan. Thank uh, you for raising your hand. Oh yeah. I would have called on you. <laughs> um. Well, we don't have these, you know, desks in rows for nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I am was... dressed like a little schoolgirl. Yeah. Wait, but wouldn't that make me? Would that make me the teacher? Oh God. Uh, Here, let me take my apple back. Do that. Yeah. You just threw it right across the room. You should, you should be, you should be in the back row. You're the bad boy. <laughs> Whatever, fuckface. Now we're talking. <laughs> um, yes, my, uh, my, question? my question for you, Duncan. Mm-hmm. Now, my question for you, Duncan. Uh, Let's hear it. Some books is so easy to read. Some books is so easy but to read. Some books is very hard to read. Now, why is that? Wow, my goodness! That I've actually, I've never, never actually thought about that. That is true. Some books is is so dang easy to read, and then you get these bigger books. Yeah, what's with them? They're so and hard. And the to worst read. is when you get a small book and you're like, "This is going to be an easy book to read." You open it up; it's in Latin. None of those words make sense. And you're like, "This, this is a hard book. It's to read. It's in a different language. Now, why? The typeface is so small. You got it upside down." so hard to read yeah and it's raining oh yeah and then you're sad yeah what am i doing at this park I'm supposed to be seeing my man graduate from baseball camp your man <laughs> your son this is the underground son underground uh, yeah i oh. got i said this summer you can half the time be underground rooting around for grub and half the time you got to be out doing sports i want him to hang I, out with my job i've actually i've been meaning to i've been meaning to ask you michael uh how how's how's the man you made doing these days? Um, he's been better. Just call him your son. Why I you're you're going along with that's him. That's condescending, him Duncan. I mean, that's I mean, condescending. You know, but you it's just you didn't make uh, make him. Yeah, you I did. And your and I built him with my cum. Mm. 
So this is more. Sorry, this sperm. is more of like an android that you. No. This is like a mechanical man that you've constructed uh, out of your. Solid. You're thinking about a Frankenstein or Isaac Isaacmov. I'm talking about a man I built with my body and my wife's body, and we made him. And yes, he hates outdoors and yes he's covered in fur and yes he loves cold tunnels but he's my man and i'm proud of him and he doesn't need me to clean him up anymore Mm -hmm. he licks himself clean and he's friends with a badger he met in the basement and how about this for fun i took him into mcdonald's and he did all the slides by himself he was in the ball pit for an hour and he bit a toddler's ankle and we got kicked out so what uh, but i'm proud because that's making friends what's your question i it's not really i guess it's not really a question i just oh right i shaved a bear hmm, that's what i wanted to get at because that's your list really led me to believe that this is not a human this is not a human child this is more of a more of a lower mammal that you and i own a pet store i would know these things uh yeah there's no getting getting it by you no yeah I can smell it on you because my eyes are closed. Uh, <laughs> and much like the comic Daredevil, your all your other senses are heightened, mm, and you're cleaning up Hell's Kitchen. Like my sense of touch. Can you feel my? I know I'm eight feet away from you, but can you feel my fingers on your kneecaps? Mm-hmm. Mm. Did you know it's that like when pulling you do them that? gently away from your knees? Ow! 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 Let go! Let go! Let go! Let go! I ow, won't! Ow. I won't do it. Mm, Introduce me the- to your man. That is okay. the name of the bear. Has he ever been? Has he ever I been made. on the cast on the podcast? Have you ever had him? Has it, what has? You would hate the noises he makes. Would I? Yeah, you definitely would. He's ferocious. He growls. He grunts. He moans very inappropriately. Mo- he just I sort of. He his... just sort of like when he's hungry, will smack the table mm. and groan and like point at the kitchen. But how else are you supposed to supposed to get what get what you I want? Guess. It's just wise. annoying. It's like use your words. Well, enough about my man. I want to close with this one thing, Duncan. Mm-hmm. What would you want listeners to know about Ernest Hemingway? If you can impart them with one thing, he was. Uh, not my I I'm I, he's not my relative I'm not what I'm not I'm seriously not. yeah what what the what the what F the, now I'm, you're telling us this yeah well I figured you're Duncan. ending the podcast I should I oh, want to be Duncan, honest Duncan Duncan I feel tricked I feel fooled what the F I think mostly the reason why I'm feeling that way is because you tricked us and fooled us yeah well, I'm a, I'm a bit of a trickster. Why would you lie like that? You could have just been honest this whole time. You are wearing a t-shirt that says trickster, and it's just pointing up. I know. An arrow pointing at right your face. Right up at me. Well, now I'm teed off. I don't even want to do this, but do you have anything to plug? Keep in mind that this podcast will be released two months from now, so it should be something evergreen. Right. So my pet store will be closed by then, most yeah. likely. All the pets uh, we are do, dying. We, we do not pay the oh, rent. Uh, right now, there's a... I've got a... <laughs> There's no one really watching it other than the one-eyed parrot that I that I have. Uh, In the land of uh, blind pets, the one-eyed parrot is uh, running the pet store. That's true, but yeah. he he does he does not accept uh, uh, American currency. It's a lot of uh, crackers and bread-based uh, 
Bread-based stuff that he accepts in lieu uh, of real money, which would help me out an awful lot. I am practically penniless now, and you gotta open a you gotta open like I should a open bakery a, adjacent to your pet store. Where yeah, you but can then sell. I then I'd have to release those muffin recipes, and they're so I'm so embarrassed by those. I hope because the muffins you own, are so bad. Well, I, who knows? I don't. I don't actually follow through and bake them, but I do come up with these recipes. I'm I'm but, full of them. They're just very personal, right? Yeah. I hope you fall in a hole. Why? What? So I can meet your man? Ugh. But for real, do you have anything you want to plug? I'm really sorry. I'm I, I really I'm really sorry about the Hemingway thing. I just didn't. I I don't actually even know anything about Ernest Hemingway. I'm I'm as uh, I'm as in the dark as you. But I do think well, you should. Well, because your eyes are shut. I, I <laughs> yeah. Just because I haven't read anything by Hemingway doesn't mean I'm not an expert. But that's what I'm saying. Like you and I could be friends. Really, we both can yeah, bond that is over. You have line. We can both bond over the fact that we don't know anything about Ernest Hemingway. Hey, Duncan. Yeah. Uh, I have over 600 friends on Facebook. I'm not looking for any more, and especially not one who's a liar. Well, my name is Dun- Duncan Hemingway, but it's spelled, half a point. It's spelled. Well, it, your first name is spelled D-U-N-K-I-N like apostrophe. Du- right. Yeah. But that's just cool. That's just that's that's just that is a very classic cool. cool. Way of that's classic cool. Look up classic cool in the dictionary. Another <laughs> it's one not going to be there. You're going to have to look up both words. One more time. Do you have anything to plug? Well, you don't have to. It's it's not. It's it's just. Do you accept my apology? I you keep you keep going to this. Well, I do. This plugs. Listen, this plugs Duncan, we stuff. really have to wrap up. Um, I, I know, your but apology. I don't want once once this podcast ends, the 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 listeners are going to be they're going to be wondering whether you and I patched things up or if you're still mad at me for lying about being related to some. Uh, no, I'm assuming he's a novelist. He's a writer, right? Mm-hmm. You know what? How it's about debatable. this? We will end this segment, and then I'll have you back on in three months, and we'll tell people. What happened? Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'd like to plug my uh, future appearance on the Literati podcast. What did you in say? Three months, right? Are, yeah. Or is that is that a hard is that a hard confirm from you guys that I can come back? <laughs> you know, I'm going to need that hard confirm before before we sign off, before Colin and I sign off. Okay. Can yeah, we have hard you back? Confirm, hard confirm. Okay. Hard, that you'll be you back. Can come back on. Well, now it's Colin and my podcast. Wait, what? Colin and Duncan Hemingway. Talking. Okay. No, I'm, I'm done. Oh, I've wow. Too many times. See you guys. This I'm is gonna a go hang out in the living room. Classic wolf walkout we've had. Oh, this is, man. can't believe the first episode of. Uh, of I'm really uh, sorry about that. That's all right. Uh, you know, it's commonplace. That's, that's what I you have, get. I have never seen someone react so badly to being tricked. Right. Like, Can you describe to me? My eyes are closed. Can you describe to me uh, the, yeah. the rage in his well, eyes? Well, he, he, well, the, the eyes. Very full of rage, but he mm. he uh, he was trying to like make a grand exit, like stomping off, but he kept oh. tripping over his untied shoelaces. That's good so stuff. it kind of like lost Ow. some of. The- yeah, oh. <laughs> can I can I add a little something to that visual? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of that morning dew just, just, just smacking, smacking the grass, smacking down on oh, the grass God, around him. Ah. <sighs> Thank you, but thank you very much, Seriously, Duncan Hemingway, for uh, for joining us on Literati. Um, no problem at all, boys. I'll see you in three months. 
Uh, real quick update. I, I did meet up with Duncan in three months and we chatted and here is an excerpt of our conversation. You know what, Duncan? Fuck you. Come on. Nope. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed our chat with Joe and his wonderful reading. We certainly had a great time. Uh, yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, please tune in again for uh, future episodes. They're going to be as uh, at minimum 100 words in each. Yeah. So if you like listening to people say words, this is the place. And you know what? We'll even have some... I'm going to go out and I'm going to buy a dictionary and I'm going to look up something fun and weird. And so the next episode, you're going to hear me say something crazy like butterfly. You know, and you're going to be like, where did he learn that? And it's like, well, from the dictionary <laughs> yeah. I bought. Butter doesn't fly. It's in the refrigerator. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's just some of the fun, smart comedy you can expect from Literati. And uh, be sure to check out our live show at Union Hall. Uh, I've been Michael Wolf. I've been Colin O'Brien. And as always, keep reading. Or whatever. You do whatever you want. I watch You don't TV. have to. Yeah. yeah. Feels kind of forceful. Yeah, do whatever you want. Okay, bye. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com.